0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Shifted Radio. I'm Mike. Today's episode, let's chat a little bit about sport-specific IQ. Now, I've really been trying to come up with a better name for this, but I haven't found it yet, so I guess we'll stick with this for now. When I do figure it out, I'll be sure to let you guys know. Whatever the case, it matters. In my opinion, it's the ability to be coached in any situation. One of the things that I think has helped me in my career so far is that I've been a fan of hockey. By being a fan, I wanted to watch more. By watching more, I learned more. I understood what defensemen did, what forwards did, what goalies did, and how they all interacted together. If you think about development, it's always a progression. You learn a skill, you make it better, and then it becomes your ability. If you understand more of the why this matters, or how it translates to actual games, you'll see much more efficiency in your training. I think when we talk about sport-specific IQ, we're starting to just peel away the layers of who the actual person is. And when you really get down to it, it has to come from within the athlete. They have to first want to learn more. That culture is built into them from when they're kids. It's their environment that they grow up in. It's all the people around them. It's their set of circumstances. Everything is useful. Everything matters. They can learn from every scenario, every situation. Now, as they get older, they'll probably be taking more of an interest into certain things. And this is where it really starts. If you really, really like something, chances are you're going to want to learn more about it. This is how sports-specific IQ would start. For me, I generally liked hockey. I wanted to play it all the time as a kid. So when we'd go to either hockey games, when my parents would bring me, or I'd watch on TV, I was always trying to pick up on little nuances of what was going on. And I started to notice that different players did different things. And from a young age, I started to mimic those things in my playing and then it wasn't until i was a little bit older that i started to want to emulate some of the players that i had seen numerous times but some of my favorite players of all time weren't necessarily the ones that played my position which i'm a d they were forwards they were goalies and defensemen i just like to play the game of hockey i think What I learned as a kid was that hockey meant more to me than just the game itself. It connected me to my friends. It helped me to see the world in a different light. When I went to go play hockey, I was able to shut off all the noise from outside and I could just focus on that. So that's how I started to develop an affinity for the game. Now, this is really the core of what it's like to learn. If you genuinely like something, a topic, you're going to want to learn more about it. And that's exactly what happened with me. I wanted to learn more and more and more. And I still do. Oftentimes, during my own seasons, I find myself watching hockey on TV because... I wanted to learn more I always wanted to feel connected to the game and I wanted to feel like a kid again because that just made me happy so by learning more I was able to expand my knowledge of the game and be able to understand what was happening in various scenarios and situations and circumstances I started to translate that into my own game and use that as opportunity to be self-aware about what I was doing and also to grow my awareness of where other players were around me spatially and where other where the opponents were in relation to were they trying to get the puck off me immediately or what they were thinking it was basically just building my intuition towards the game now a lot of people say or think that you can't teach intuition well I think you can learn intuition Um, I think that learning intuition is just doing doing things and putting putting yourself into scenarios where you have to experience things I think that if you're not self-aware enough to understand that that is intuition that you're growing and building, then maybe having someone else help you see that would be beneficial. But if you can see it, then you can start to really pick up on those things and you can use them in your own game to help you get better results. What I mean by that was, I'd go and watch a hockey game. And as I got older, I started to watch the defensemen more. Because I was a defenseman. So naturally, I wanted to know more about what they did. So I'd watch. And I would pick up on things and tendencies that they would do. And I would try to bring that into my own game. So subtle things like checking your shoulder when you're going back to get a puck. Or picking your head up before you got the puck and knowing where the opponent was before you're about to take a shot at the blue line. These little things I noticed in the games, and I started to practice them in practice and see how they worked for me. Eventually, those skills became my ability after numerous reps. These things do matter, and this is how you can really give yourself an advantage over... lot of other people, because the odds are not in your favor that you're going to make it, but that doesn't mean that you're not going to make it. These are the little things that the people that do make it have. These are the kind of things that are in their tool bag. Having the ability to be aware, whether that's through intuition, through preparation of knowing what's coming or seeing who is around you, all that information matters. And by having good intuition, it just means that you can make decisions a little bit quicker, a little bit sooner, and that's going to give you the advantage over the person who's trying to take the puck away from you. Or it's going to give you the advantage when you go into a 1v1 scenario. Or it's going to give you the advantage when you're going against the goalie. If you know what the opponent is thinking before he or she does, then that's a great advantage to you and you should make use of that. I really think that being able to be coachable is something that is very underappreciated and very underutilized, to be quite honest. Having coachable players on your team just gives you a lot more leverage in game scenario so that you can utilize players to their strength. I think that there is a lot of different players, and player types that are on teams and good teams deploy players in their correct and optimal situations and scenarios, you can't have four lines of first-line players. You can only have one line of first-line players. Those guys surely they can be rotated in and out, but on any particular game or at any particular set frame of time during the season players are performing better or worse than their counterparts and they earn that ability to be where they are but it doesn't mean that the second line the third line and the fourth line aren't important if you ask or you just watch any team that wins a championship you can see very clearly that the reason for them winning the championship is directly related to the depth and the quality of players that they have throughout the lineup and Usually, the players from the first line to the fourth line are all performing in optimal conditions and they're being deployed in the right way. Having this awareness and this intuition as a skill can help you be placed in any situation and to flourish. This is called being versatile. If you're more versatile, you're going to get more opportunity because you'll be able to be put in any situation and the coach knows that he or she can trust you in that situation. If the coach coach can trust you in those situations, then surely he's going to be putting you out there more and more. And being out there more and more is gonna lead to more opportunity to score goals, more opportunities to defend plays, you're gonna be involved in more events throughout the game. And ultimately, that's really what you want. You wanna be involved in the game. You wanna be making a difference. You wanna be making a difference when it matters. All players have the ability to make a difference. And I think that when used correctly, players can make a difference. All players can make a difference. Having this skill of being knowledgeable about the sport gives you, in my opinion, a distinct advantage over other players because you can clearly see who knows what to do in every scenario. Coaches can see it in practice too. They're watching, they're seeing who's going at the front of the line in the drills. That stuff matters. If you think it doesn't matter, Just ask any coach. Coaches like to see initiative. They like to see players who take it upon themselves to do things. Going at the front of the line shows that A, you are paying attention to what he was saying, and B, you understand what's going on and you feel confident enough to go at the beginning and show the other people and the other players on your team what to do. This is a tremendous skill. It's a tremendous trait. It shows great leadership. And it's going to put you in the coach's good books. That's where you want to be. Because when you're in the good books, you're going to be given more opportunity. That stuff matters. Everything matters, guys. I think you should use every advantage you possibly can because the odds of you... Getting to even the next level, whether you're in Pee Wee Double A or Minor Midget Triple A or wherever you are, if you're playing for fun, the object of the game is to win. So you need to use whatever means you have available and whatever skills you have available to help you to win. That's just the name of the game. So, guys. If you think that you can add this to your repertoire, this hockey IQ, feel free to add that to your tool bag because I guarantee you it's going to do a lot more for you than you think. To be honest, in my career, which has been 12 years now so far uh, professionally, I think this has been my greatest asset to be able to be coachable because I've had quite a few coaches, good, bad, and indifferent. But the number one thing that has allowed me to stick around for this long has been that I've been able to be coached in many different scenarios. Coaches can put me out for 25 to 30 minutes a night or between 10 to 15 minutes a night. And I think that that has allowed me to have opportunity year after year when some other players wouldn't have. And that's not, that's just to point out what I've been told and what I see and what I notice about the game. This kind of stuff can help you play for a long time. And obviously, playing at the highest level you possibly can is the goal but playing for as long as you can gives you a tremendous opportunity to see things and to experience things that you didn't even think were out there to be honest when I first started playing professionally I wasn't even thinking about going to Europe but now I've played four seasons over there and it's been some of the best times I've had in my life this is the kind of stuff that can change your life And it can change your perspective on quite a few things. And it has for me, for sure. All because I had some hockey IQ. And I loved the game. When they say you're a student of the game, I think that they're referring to you just like hockey. And in my case, I just really like hockey. And I really liked all of it learning the players' names when I was a kid, learning what sticks they used, what handedness they were, how they taped their sticks on the blade, how they taped the knobs, um, everything, what color tape they used, how they shot the puck, how they back-checked, how they would look up when they would make passes. And then thinking about myself in those scenarios and seeing myself and visualizing myself doing those exact things over and over and over and then going out in my backyard and practicing them over and over and over and then bringing that to my on ice practices and practicing it over and over and over and then bringing it into the games and repeating it over and over and over. That's just the cause and effect of what can happen. It's definitely a process and it definitely can take some time, but I'm telling you this is one of the most important skills and important things that you should be looking to add to your game because it's a clear differentiator over someone else. Nowadays most players can skate fast, most players are strong, most players can win 1v1 battles that wasn't always the case and the game was a lot different you know even 10 years ago 15 years ago but now with the evolution of training and optimizing performance and all this i've seen all this progression i mean when i first started playing pro there you know, the fitness testing was not even close to what it is today but what I know to be true is that there still is room for players to get educated in ways that will help them be better athletes, be better players, be better humans, everything. When you take the time and take interest in yourself and you go all in on your strength, usually... It's going to work out for you in the long term. That doesn't necessarily guarantee that you're going to make the NHL. But it can lead you to some places that are going to just help you have a happier life that's going to make you happier than you were before. And to be honest, that's just the goal. To do things that make you happy. Obviously, hockey has made me happy and doing that has made me happy so I continue to do that and I continue to learn more and I continue to want to be better each and every day and that's just that's just me that's just what I like to do if it's what you like to do as well then I encourage you to do the same and to learn more and to train harder and to train better on ice off ice mindset, everything, watch the games, watch the actual hockey games. If you think that going and doing skill practice after skill practice after skill practice and then not watching any hockey is going to help you to make the NHL, well, it's going to make you a really good skill player. But there's not room for 23 skill players on every team. You have to be able to separate yourself from the rest in other ways as well. Versatility matters. Thanks guys for listening. I hope you really enjoyed this episode. It's something I feel pretty strongly for. and. I will continue to learn more about this and help you guys by sharing more of what I learned. And I think this is really, really something that a lot more players can take advantage of. And I think, especially going forward, that it's going to be tremendously important because the game is really equaling itself out and it's getting harder and harder to stand out on pure skill and pure talent alone and there has to be more to your your game than just being able to stick handle and skate and win battles you have to understand how to put it all together and the guys who play in the NHL they have that they have that ability to know what to do in those situations their awareness is super high Their intuition is super high. They all have watched a ton of video on themselves, on the opponents. They know what's going on. If you like this episode, please share it, pass it on. Tag someone else that might like this episode as well or find it useful. Or you can leave us a rating on iTunes. That'd be super great so that other people can hear about it. Or... You can honestly just listen to it and like it and use it to your advantage. And if it's going to help you in your hockey career, well then, hey, that's, that's as good as it gets for me. Until next time, guys, keep performing optimally.